What's up, guys? Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Can You Tell Me a Story podcast. My name is Gladys, and on this show, you're allowed to be yourself here. So take that for what you will. <laughs> this podcast is all about talking to strangers. Each week, I have a conversation with a complete stranger. No scripts, no research, no nothing. Just two people getting to know each other for the first time. I'm super excited to share with you guys my stranger turned friend this week. His name is Jacob and he's one tough son of a gun. <laughs> you can hear the walls slowly come down as Jacob and I get honest about his fight with depression and mental health. I won't spoil it, but let's just say that Jacob literally punched depression in the face. If there's one thing to take away from this, it's that it's really crazy what our minds can do. I think my favorite part of the conversation was when Jacob was talking about his mental process when he was at a crossroad between continuing living in depression or choosing to do something about it. Anyway, I think you guys are going to enjoy this and this is definitely an episode that I'll listen to again and again whenever I need a little boost of motivation, you know, to get through things. Jacob, thank you for being honest and for showing up. I think your story is going to help a couple people out there and I know we only spoke once, but I'm really glad you're alive. So there's that. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoy this conversation and if you think one other person would find this helpful, please share it with them. It'll really help the podcast. Okay, that's it. Bye-bye. doing great how are you good wait what's your real name jacob jacob okay yes. and then the s is for my last name okay <laughs> <laughs> what am i supposed to tell you my first and last name or yeah i felt like that was a trap i was like and the s stands for and then you're just like it's my last name you don't need to know about it <laughs> <laughs> no nah, it's not a trap where where are you in the world if it's nighttime? California. Oh, California. oh my God! Wait, what? So it's uh, it's five a.m. I'm in New York, so it's like eight a.m. for Wait, me. Really? And I, and I thought I was early. <laughs> Whoa! Did yeah. you just wake up? I literally just did, yeah. And I was like, I feel like talking to someone now, so I just put out that Reddit post. Yeah, I saw that Reddit post and I was like, huh, this seems interesting, so why not try it? I'm glad you took so... a leap of faith. There was this <laughs> one other person that was like, oh, I really want to do a podcast, but I don't know. And I'm just like, 
it's like the door is literally there you just have to walk through it how long have you been doing like this whole thing like doing podcasts or like interviews with like random people yes so this podcast was birthed during corona so maybe like four months wait since july how many months is that it's like seven or five five months five months yeah about there but i i know i posted a link on the post i don't know if you clicked on it but like i haven't been super consistent (laughs) like like i uploaded like 13 episodes which was doing great and then some shit happened and then 13 episodes that's actually a lot one three i feel like this kind of a baby number you know i want to go to like 300 or something (laughs) <laughs> you're gonna be the next joe rogan oh if only right it'll be the it'll be called the glad the gladius wait how do you pronounce your name gladys 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 experience oh that would be pretty cool i i was thinking <laughs> like i i quite like my name as in the can you tell me a story podcast but i actually wanted to ask you which i thought might be a better name is like go beyond the small talk it's actually, I wanted to ask you, like, are you usually someone who goes beyond the small talk? Because you sent me a post that was like, I'm so ready for your deep questions. I mean, I think it's just much more interesting. Because small talk is usually more for, like, if you're at an event or a party where you just want to get to know somebody real quick and just, like, get talk. their contact or something. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. Whereas the deep talks is like more, you kind of get to know the person on a deeper level, I guess. So you like pull the human. You like out cl- of the you place. like know yeah exactly like you know like what they, they um, what their thoughts are like what their believe like their belief systems are and stuff like that. So. Mm-hmm. So have you had any deep talks recently? Oh yeah. I, I have deep talks like all the time, actually. So. Oh, really? That's cool. Yeah, I love it. I love it because like... I, I wish I had more people like that in my life. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. How old are you? Just so maybe I can make a comparison. I am 22. Okay, so we're about the same age. I'm a little bit older by two years. So 22, I was probably having more deep talks then with other people than now which i mostly have with myself okay what if like it gets like too personal and like it's all recorded and then <laughs> it all gets posted don't we oh wait are you not comfortable posting it no no no, no 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 i'm t- I'm totally comfortable but it's just like my hypothetical question would be like what if i like mention something too personal and i like the whole internet knows about it if you're not comfortable releasing, you can like censor it. You can edit it out. Exactly, <laughs> I do. I do some That's heavy editing, Jacob. You don't even <laughs> whoa understand. I think it's because, and now I guess we're going to the deeper side. It's something that I'm trying to get over. Is you know when you talk to someone, you don't really pay attention to the ums and the ahs and the silences in between, but. Mm-hmm when you do a podcast and you actually scrutinize the entire audio file oh my god like it it really um it's something that i'm super uncomfortable with which is like crazy because it's super it's normal right to Mm -hmm. 
have these pauses as you think. But yeah, the, the reason why I do these heavy editing is because I don't like it. So I literally go like second by second and I'm like, I got to take this out. Wait, know? that takes a long time to edit it then. Yeah, make a guess how long I take oh, to um, Well, I think it depends on how long the conversation is, right? Okay. So I guess, like, okay. So like an hour. Like an hour. Yeah, in an hour, then I'll say maybe 60 seconds. Wait, no, 60 seconds. No, okay. I think it takes you at least like a whole week. Oh, wow. Okay, you are way more adventurous than me. I was going to say it's oh. about like five to seven hours. <laughs> okay, because I thought you meant like every second. Because like one hour, that's 3,600, right? So I'm not good at math. Edit, like, you, you do the math. Okay. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Never mind. But Jacob, what are you doing up so early? Um, okay, well, I think my sleep schedule got kind of messed up during the holidays. Mm-hmm. Just because like during the Christmas week, uh, I just have a lot of like uh, all-nighters with like friends and family. So. Oh, okay. So you still like, you know, go around and visit people and stuff? Well... We, I don't, we don't, like, visit people. It's just, like, mostly my family and maybe, like, one or two friends. I see. And stuff like that. So it's not, like, uh, we don't, like, go into, like, a big, like, you know. Yeah, like a party, you know. Exactly, yeah. And how is that? Like, the friends that you visit, are they your best friends? Yeah. Like, so I would visit or I would invite, like, one or two, my, one or two of my friends if you're down. And then, like, my sister or my brother will just invite some other friends and stuff like that. We'll just hang out, play board games, video games, or talk, or eat, or go to, like, a like a shopping center. Okay, so at the end of the day, we went to, like, a shopping center. Like, the it's, like, the outdoor shopping center where, like, there's, like, the fountains and, like, the Ferris wheel and stuff like that. You know, those kind of, like, shopping centers, right? It's not, like, it's not a shopping mall, but it's, like, a shopping center that is outdoor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With, got, like, um, yeah, yeah. pop-up shops and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we got, like, ice cream and stuff, so. That's nice. It was, it was a fun day, I guess. I, I'm kind of curious how the last six months, and probably longer than that, has been for you. Just because I feel like every time I ask someone that question, it, it, it's either, like, I feel like I wasted the whole year, or some people have, like, some life-changing. Yeah, of course. So, um... I think at the beginning of the pandemic, when it all started, like in March, where, yeah, I think in March it all kind of started. Um, the beginning towards like the mid summer, like say July, like March to July, it was probably like the worst time for my life. Mainly because I think it was like super chaotic, or like not chaotic, but it's like you don't really know what's happening, and mm-hmm. um, you just be staying at home all day, and then. Are you someone that's not comfortable um, with uncertainty? That's a tough question to answer. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. I think it depends on where I am in my life. Because like, if I am like, wait, am I allowed to curse? By the way, of course, please. <laughs> or do you like censor? Okay, so like, okay, okay, but I will try not to like curse too much. So can I just say the reason why I love these conversations is because it's actually a space where I where I feel like I'm myself and the other person's themselves. So please <laughs> do whatever you want. So okay, so I feel like okay, so it feels like 
it, it depends on where you are in life. So like if you haven't gotten your shit together, then obviously uncertainty would be kind of dangerous for you. But if you have your shit together, then you'll be secure. And, you know, if there's like things thrown at you, then you'll be able to deal with it. What does having your shit together mean? Say, okay, um, I don't know who, like, your listeners are. Like, I, I, I assume, like, they're, they're either, like, in high school, college, or maybe working already, right? So, say, like, you're in college and then you have assignments to do, right? Um, getting your shit together means that you do those assignments on time and, like, early as possible mm-hmm. without procrastinating. Whereas if you don't have your shit together, it means you have procrastinated or maybe you pull an all-nighter like I did this week and just like not do what you're supposed to do during the day, if that makes sense. Yeah, so like being responsible, you know? Exactly. Mm, okay, so I guess Jacob in March did not have his shit together. <laughs> yeah, it was terrible because like everything was online, like all my classes was online. Mm-hmm. And um, so I studied engineering mm. and it's like... It's even worse for us, I guess, because um, like all the lectures are online and they're pre-recorded. And usually, like if you have questions and stuff like that, like it's hard to ask questions like during the lecture because like you either go to like office hours after like the week or some classes like the the lectures are, are online, but you can't really ask the yeah. question during the lecture because like it's like there's a time frame and oh, um, there's so many students like that are like muted or like you can't like everybody can't just like unmute and then just like ask a question you know what I mean it's just too much but apart from school I'm sure school can't be like a reason why things are so so bad well yeah it depends on um how serious you take your studies I guess mm-hmm. you sound like someone who cares a lot about your grades wait really <laughs> wait is that oh. inaccurate <laughs> <laughs> no, that's 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 actually accurate. But like, I'm actually curious why you say that. You actually think about these things. I think oh, okay. <laughs> people who don't, you know, people who are like irresponsible. I don't even think it crosses their mind that um, they need to. Well, actually, maybe probably. But like, yeah, you you seem like an introspective person, and um, like you care about your success. Yeah. <laughs> And also, um, apart from online school, like, everybody, like, not everybody, but, like, most people just cheat on their exams. So, like, distribution or, like, your great distribution curve is just, like, all messed up and it's just, like, a whole mess. And Especially in engineering school, you guys are pretty competitive. Yeah. Well, it also depends on, like, the school you attend, right? And there's so many conditions, honestly. No, but that's actually one of the reasons. I, wait, have I mentioned that I'm taking a gap year? No, right? You no, you haven't, but now okay, you yeah, have. so so yeah, so I'm actually taking a gap year because of all this like messy pandemic and school stuff and yeah. So anyway, okay, so back to like the story where like in March and July where March to July where um, my life was a mess, I guess, where it's just like yeah, it was just bad. Like it was just like What do you mean? Like friendships, family? No, it's like, yeah, I guess all of that too. Like, you don't get to see your friends or you, you don't get to just hang out. Or, mm. um, are, are you someone like that, the like, things you... that you, 
Sorry. Keep oh right, right, right. I have. I, yeah, I forgot to answer that. Like, no, I don't think I'm somebody that like needs a lot of social interaction. Like, because I'm more introverted. Mm-hmm. But even introverts, um, how do I say this? Like, I feel like one-on-one conversations, like it probably is better than no conversation at all. But also like more than like five people in a room where like you have conversations like in a group like that's it probably drains my energy as an introvert right we're but, the same yeah uh, maybe this is why you're doing your podcast right because of one-on-one yeah i i remember i had an invitation once where from from this podcast so i was gonna be a guest on their podcast and they had like three or four people and i'm just like that is very overwhelming and I'm kind of glad it didn't work out <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> because like, can you imagine five people just talking at the I same think, time? I think, okay, I, to me, I, I might be wrong, but like, um, I think for most people, it's, they find it, they find it like difficult to know when to speak or like when to like jump into the conversation because like there's so many people talking at once. Whereas yeah. on one on one, it's like easier because like you, you you can only or you only have to um kind of like like keep track of one person, one other person. Yeah. So. Right. Yeah. Maybe like, that's uh, why. Okay. Okay. Maybe that's why introverts like their energy like depletes with so many people because like they have to keep track of so many people. Maybe that's why. Right. Whereas maybe extroverts are like maybe extroverts they don't even think about it. Yeah, I think extroverts like play off the energy. And yeah, yeah, yeah. that fuels them, but yeah. introverts, I, I think it's, I don't know, well, I don't want to make an assumption that extroverts, you know, don't want to go beyond the small talk, but I think right. introverts are like always trying to find an opportunity to take the conversation a little bit deeper. And that's usually more difficult when you have more people around. I, I actually recently just taken the five love languages. Have you taken it before? I think so. Uh, if I remember correctly, like my number one was like spending time or something like that. Oh yeah, quality time. Quality, quality time. Yeah. Yeah, we're the same. And then I think the last, you know, the the smallest one was receiving a gift. Yeah, that's me too. <laughs> I think it was like, what are the okay? What are the five again? So there's quality time, physical touch, receiving gifts. Acts of service and, and words of affirmation. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So, so mine is definitely. I think it's quality time, words of affirmation, and then okay, okay. I already forgot all the others. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> mine, it doesn't mine matter. Is, mine but. is quality time and then acts of service, which totally makes sense with like what I want to do. Yeah, yeah I, I feel like. Uh, what matters to me is like showing up for people yeah mm-hmm. actually um i found like a post on instagram or something like that where um this person like kind of wrote about like the five words or five forms of well, what is it called again five love the languages five, the five love languages they, um i think she was writing about how um your your five love language is based on what you missed out when you were younger or something like that. Like, I don't know if that's Ouch. okay. Ouch! <laughs> no, no, no. I, I don't know if that's Think true. Like, that a lot of people deep. like agree. I'm going to send it to my mom. <laughs> oh, oh, well. 
Maybe. Well, no, no, now, but like, no, actually, I don't think it's accurate for me, but. Okay. <laughs> to be honest, I think um, like a lot of people with, um, including me, I think um, most of your problems today derives from your childhood. I completely agree with that. Yeah. Because if you think deeply enough, then you realize that like things that happen in your childhood kind of like shapes who you are. I'm at this point where I'm trying to like deprogram myself. Deprogram, like you mean like kind of like um, rewire your brain? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. Like I'm, I'm really trying to think like, for example, when I get angry with someone, six years ago, me would just be like, it's all this person's fault. But I'm at this point where if I'm angry with someone, I'm like, I get mad, but then after that, I I take a step back and I'm like, why am I angry with this person? Because I think my anger reflects more on myself than the other person and what they're doing. And somehow, I always manage to trace it back to like when I was a kid. Interesting. Do you have that kind of revelation? Um, I never really thought about it like that before, but maybe... But you seem like a pretty even-tempered person, like very calm. Yeah, I think most people that I know would describe me as somebody who's just more laid back and just knows how to like make jokes and like <laughs> just super sar- sarcastic. You know, like like it's like you know, like when you you and you tell a joke to somebody, like mm-hmm. you don't have to say like just kidding because oh, you know yeah. that the person. So it's like I'm like that person where like you don't have to tell me Same. that you're just kidding because like obviously like is but like some people like take lives like super seriously so like you kind of have to say jk right so so it's very hard to offend jacob pretty much i mean like don't try to make him cry obviously <laughs> <laughs> do you no, cry but, often um when i was younger yes mm, same my mom used to call me chili okay well i don't know if you know this chili called chili potty but it's very small and it's very spicy and it makes me cry all the time. Um, I wasn't someone who could take spicy, so she, <laughs> I would always be crying. So she purposely she called me you. a chili potty because I was oh, always like crying all the time. Not that I was making people cry. Well, now I'm curious because it actually takes a lot to offend me as well, just because I'm a pretty lighthearted person. I like to, you know, whatever adversity that there is, I like to see it as, you know, when you take something lightly, they don't hurt as much. So for me, I think the only person that can like hurt me the most is myself. That makes total sense. Yeah. Wait, like, hang on. I feel you like, do this thing uh-huh. because I do this thing. I'm sorry to cut you off, but I'm getting excited. No, now. go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Do you do this thing where you already know all of your flaws and your insecurities so well and with such clarity that anyone who points it out it's nothing that you don't already know and so in that way they can't hurt you like to be honest i feel like i'm not at that point yet where i think i know all my insecurities but i'm i think i know all my insecurities but like who knows you know so so how do you hurt yourself what do you mean like how do i like, like, how do I hurt my own feelings? I mean, I don't try to hurt my own feelings, but it's like sometimes you have like self-doubt, you know, like sometimes you like kind of like 
second guess yourself or like sometimes you think like you're not good enough or like sometimes it's all you like it's not anybody else that tells you and like if somebody else tells me that like I don't listen or like it just goes in one ear and comes out the other because like who cares about what they think about me it's I it's like I care about what I think about myself and I think the reason why I say that is because I tend to be like super hard on myself or like I have like I'm a high achiever or like maybe I'm like I'm a pessimist and a perfectionist you know so I tend to be too hard on myself so that's really interesting that you are surrounded by people who are really supportive of you but so it's funny because like everybody that I'm like surrounded with is super optimistic and I don't know how they're like so optimistic because where, where do you think you get it from this this pessimism so okay well that's like a super long life story but like let's go into it man it's 5 a.m on your side it's like nine <laughs> we got t- we got the whole thing i mean i guess i don't know where to start but like yeah i don't know i, I think it's too long i think <laughs> life stories are way too long i'll just give you like okay i'll just yeah i'll just give you like a like a summary yeah cliff notes um <laughs> cliff notes um <laughs> I became a perfectionist and then became a pessimist. I feel like, I think honestly, being a perfectionist and a pessimist goes together because like when you're a perfectionist, you only focus on like the, the half, the half empty glass rather than the, the half full glass, you know? Yeah. You're always focusing on the gaps and on the little that you need to fill. Yes. Mm. Okay. So how did I become a perfectionist? So, okay. In high school, I didn't do too well in my studies. I got C's and D's. I didn't really care that much. And then lots of other stuff. But I'll just keep moving. <laughs> just um, say it. Unless it's something you don't want to say. No, it's just like, because it gets too deep into things. You, wait, can I, can I but, like, 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 Okay, I'll give you an example. No, okay, I'll give you an example, okay? Like, literally, we were talking about, like, how my how my quarantine was like in the early like March to July and then like what happened after like I, I didn't have anyone like talk about like what happened like after and like how I got better and stuff like because like I, I kept like focusing on, yeah so mm-hmm. yeah well you need to <laughs> you need to be self-aware with the bad parts in order to get to the good part right well yeah but like there's a lot of well if there's no bad parts then there's not going to be any good parts exactly because it's it follows like a logical like um like a logical story because like there's a lot of good things that came out of the bad, bad experiences I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So wait, can can I just say something? All this sure hemming and hawing and should I go into it? Should I not? <laughs> if you take all of this time and you just go into it. Okay. Okay. Would, fine. Fine. I'll get into it. We would be golden, Jacob. <laughs> Okay, all right. I'll just get into it. I guess. I'm sorry. For just, I, never... I just feel like it's a really interesting story that we can talk about. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I never really like planned to like share this with the internet, <laughs> but I th- I guess it's like anonymous, so like it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. So high school. Okay, it gets like really dark though. So just just get ready. It's all good. Just buckle up. All right, I just... I got my blanket here. <laughs> I feel like I'm listening no, okay, to so, grandpa tell me his war, no, war stories. Nah. I'll just, yeah, I'll just tell my story as best as possible. So I'll start when I was 16. 
when I was 16 or younger, there's like a lot of like troubles like at home and in school and everything. Yeah, I don't want to get into the details because it's like, it's whatever. It's like super vague. Mm -hmm. Anyway, like then I fell into like super like bad depression. Mm -hmm. And then I think I was like suicidal for like three years. Like every single day, I just wanted to like kill myself. And then like I was actually like admitted to the hospital once because of like an attempt and stuff like that. And this was all of high school. So it was bad. And that's why I got like bad grades too. And like I didn't I didn't yeah, I can't I can't even focus on school and like stuff like that because like Was this something that like your friends knew about and No, nobody knew about I it. See. Okay. I think actually only one or two people know about it, but like they don't go to my school and like some of them are like much older than me and stuff. But like, yeah, I never told yeah, I never told my friends or my family or like anybody like it was mostly like more me on my own, but yeah. Okay. Anyway, so I graduated high school, and mm-hmm. I realized like, you know, I was still like super depressed and like you know all that all the jazz. Yeah. Where I think because I did so badly in high school, I went to community college. Like I didn't even apply to any colleges, and like I didn't even take like the SAT and like all that, you know, the standard standardized stuff. Mm-hmm. So I went to community college and when I started at community college, I think it was weird because like the summer after my high school graduation, I kind of had like an epiphany or like kind of like a, like a reflection of my life. Like when I was, I just turned 18 like in July after I graduated in the summer. I guess I just like asked myself this question, like, like suicide is not an option anymore because like I was admitted once to the hospital once to the hospital and it was like I don't know I kind of realized like my family or my friends would be like devastated and stuff so I have no choice like I have to like keep going even though even if I hated it you know mm-hmm. and so friends and family this is something like they came to the hospital to see me, I guess. Yeah, this is something that I find so interesting. It's like even when you're at your darkest and you want to leave this earth, you still think about your friends and family and you're like, I can't do that to them. Yeah, it's like, it's like I want to do it to myself only. Exactly. But like, it doesn't work like that. So. Yeah. Then I would like start thinking like, man, I wish I wasn't like born in the first place, you know, like stuff like that. But yeah, and then okay, that gets into like more deeper like stuff. But okay, moving on. <laughs> Wait, I'm gonna get you back on this when we have time, and you know, gonna okay. fill all those holes. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah. If you're down, okay. I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sort of sounds like you're at this point where you know you're not really sure if you want to tell it which i totally respect and it's you know yeah. your journey no i'm okay so i'm literally like shaking just like talking about it because like <laughs> i don't know if you like can hear it in my voice but like i'm like shaking a little bit because like it's like it's a scary thing to be vulnerable yeah but yeah yeah it is a scary thing well i'm proud of you for doing what this can I say? it's not easy <laughs> you could have just completely lied and be like I had no. a great childhood. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. No, but I think it's good to share it because I I know a lot of people are going through it or have gone through it. So 
I think it's helpful for others to listen to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just not feel alone because there's a lot of people like like you guys like that are just yeah. Um. So community college and. Yeah. yeah okay. Sorry. Sorry. So. Um, so I had like this epiphany, right, when I, I graduated. Mm-hmm. Um, like I knew, okay, so when you want to kill yourself, like every single day for like, three whole years, you come to the point where you're like waiting for the like the day you just like, die or something, right? Because mm. okay, sorry, this is like so dark. But, no, it's fine. Um, I just it's like it's like when i cross the street i wouldn't even like watch for cars like you know because like like i don't care like if a car hit me because like i want to to be gone or something mm-hmm. right so i wasn't afraid to die because like i wanted it right and when you're not afraid to die you're not really afraid of anything you have nothing to lose anymore you're not you have nothing to lose exactly so when you're not afraid of anything, you're not afraid to fail, right? Mm-hmm. And so I told myself, like, all right, I can either continue living in depression or I can just try my best to do something about it. And so, and so I, I tried my hardest my first quarter in Kona College. Not quarter, sorry. Uh, and so... I remember the classes that I took. I took um, like calculus one. I took like the first writing class and stuff like that. And then like some other electives. And like I tried really, really hard. I just like studied a lot and just like make sure I got every concept and just like like review my essays and stuff. So I started like getting 100% on every single exam, like in my like math and physics classes. Um, on my essays, like in my English class, I would even literally get a hundred on my essay. Like usually, like your essays would get like like ninety nine or ninety eight if it's really good. Mm-hmm. Right? But I think my honestly, I think my English professor was like super nice too. But um, I didn't know I was like really good at writing or at math or physics or like you know the sciences and stuff like that. But because like, I got C's and D's in, yeah. in high school, right? But yeah, so I never knew that I could actually do really well if I tried. I think there's something really profound here, which is even if you are naturally good at something, you're not going to find out that you are good at it until you actually try your best. Exactly. And I think the reason why I didn't try my best in the first place was maybe I was a bit of failing again because I was afraid that even if I try my hardest I will fail mm-hmm. but then in this case I wasn't afraid to fail at all so like I so I guess my thought process was if I fail then sure I'll just kill myself mm-hmm. which is super dark <laughs> but I'm glad that that's not the case and and so I'd like I gave myself a reason to like try my hardest you know yeah so yeah I did I did like super well in community college and then um sorry when you first got that hundred on whatever exam or assignment how did you feel i think i was surprised because everybody in the class like not everybody like most people 
like the average was like an F. Oh wow! And then Broke like the a curve. few Bs and Cs, and then yeah, exactly. It's so, like <laughs> yeah, the professor would even like curve or like because I mean I attended like every single office hour, and like I would always like um I ask like a, like a shit ton of questions because like I don't care if like you know if I look stupid or something because like. Yeah, you have nothing to yeah, lose. Like, like, yeah, exactly. I don't care about exactly. if you think I'm dumb. I'm gonna kill myself. Like, yeah, no exactly. That's like the, that's the that's the point. You know, yeah. mm. exactly. When you started getting, say, your first hundred, were you like, mm-hmm. "Oh, this must be a fluke. I'm never gonna get it again." Oh, you meant you meant like an imposter syndrome? Yeah, or, or did like you already you... know? Did you have trust so... in your? No, I think, I think I didn't have imposter syndrome at the time. Mm. I mean, now I kind of have a little. Well, we'll get into that because like I have transferred and like people at my school are a lot more competitive and so. Okay, anyway, I think back then I didn't have like an imposter syndrome or anything similar to that because I knew I earned it. In terms of your grades, you got yourself out of that hole, and then what? Oh, and then I did like. A crap ton of extracurricular activities too. Like I had like so many leadership positions too. Like it's crazy. And then I had like two internships in chemical college. Like it's just like a crap ton of things I did. Yeah, it, it sounds like you're building momentum. Yeah, exactly. Like I had so much motivation. Like because like I knew like I could conquer the world at the time because like it was just I had nothing to lose. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Kuhn College wasn't perfect though, cause more shit happened to my life, and then um, like outside of school. Yeah, outside of school, um, even like when I was applying to schools, it was like a total mess too, cause like some of my like transcripts wasn't like being sent properly, and it's was, it was a super long story. Yeah. Like, um, it's just life was just trying to find ways to. So, yeah, I, I felt like the whole universe was just trying to conspire against me. Seriously. Mm-hmm. This I felt like, yeah, it's a lot of whys. Like, like why, why is this like this? Or, or why, why, why didn't any of those obstacles convince you that, like, hey, maybe I'm not meant to do this? Oh yeah, I forgot. Yeah, so I forgot to mention like one of the epiphanies I had like when I graduated high school was also um I wanted to prove to myself that suicide is not the answer. Wow. So that's why I no matter like what like no matter what shit is thrown at me like i want to at least prove to myself like prove to my like 16 year old self 15 year old self that hey it, it got better i see okay so so you basically had a hypothesis <laughs> i'm thinking in terms of an engineer yes no seriously that's that's literally what it is you had a hypothesis and you were like I'm going to find every single piece of evidence that supports that hypothesis. And exactly. I'm not going to take anything else as an option. Nope. That's nope. so fascinating. Like, when you're saying these things, are, aren't you like, holy shit. Yeah, I'm shaking just talking about it. Yeah, like you... Literally, my whole body has been shaking. The whole, like, I'm getting goosebumps just listening to you talk about this. Yeah. By the way, I, don't, I like rarely share about this to anyone because like I think I'm still like on my life's journey, and maybe one day I'll share it like publicly. But, or like, write a book. 
for now, I just, yeah, exactly. Like some of some of friends like that shared about this too. Like they want me to write a book about it, but like maybe when I graduate or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I still have. I'll be your do, first. Um, well, but... maybe second. Your mom can be your first <laughs> reader. <laughs> no, but it really isn't easy though, because like it takes a lot of guts to keep up that work. And but I think it kind of makes sense now. Why I'm a perfectionist, right? Mm-hmm. Do you see why I'm a perfectionist? Yeah. Yeah. And also, like, I feel like. Um, Do you think you would have just offed yourself already if you didn't get a hundred? Mm, that's an interesting question. Or if you so just like stayed in the fifties, you know? Okay. Okay. So. Yeah, yeah, so for, okay, um, before I, like, mention it, I think one one important thing that I need to mention is that, like, it's crazy to think about, but like, it's sad, but also very amazing to, to say that um, I wouldn't be where I am today if it wasn't for the struggles and pains I went through when I was younger, you know? Like, that's the f- sad truth, is that... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Without those bad things, you wouldn't have the good things. Because there wasn't, there wouldn't be a reason for me to like work hard. Right. If if life was perfect. Mm-hmm. Th- that's actually something yeah. I was thinking a lot about. Is, and it sounds so ungrateful, but I think it was just like a hypothetical that I was just thinking about. I actually had a really good life in terms of childhood. Even I mean, there were some bumps in the road, like. But that was all because I wasn't motivated. I didn't work hard enough, blah, 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 right? That sometimes I'm like, I wish I had something like a, I don't want to say trauma, but, you know, something that really messed me up good that would, that I would have no choice but to really push myself to my potential. Because I, I feel like I have so much to give but I'm not there because I'm yeah I think I, I see what you mean lazy or not driven or I just haven't found something that right, you know right, gave right. me a purpose so I, I feel like I've been living my whole life like sort of average like getting by you know so I think that's um like uh obviously okay so obviously I don't want to wish any trauma to anybody mm-hmm. And yes, it is a sad truth that usually trauma, like not trauma, but like bad experiences, um, if you overcome it, it would be a, like a slingshot to outer space. Like, yeah. It would just shoot you to the stars. Um, but um, I think... Hmm, I lost my thought. <laughs> um, yeah, so you were saying that if it weren't for these, the, the bad things that happened to you when you were younger, it yeah. wouldn't have given you that rocket fuel to push you. Yes, this, yes, yes, yes. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like you are operating on a different level at this point. It's like I'm forced to operate at a different level. Yeah, exactly based on my circumstances and if people ask me like why are you like trying super hard in life or like why are you like 
assume that like there is a logical reason behind it if that makes sense like, i don't just try hard because i'm a try hard no it's because i'm i really am forced to mm-hmm. yeah. based on how i grew up and i have no other choice but to live my life like to excellence i guess to prove to myself mm-hmm. or to prove to my 15 year old self that you know are you at this point where you're still teetering on that like if you don't yeah all the time this trajectory you're going to just fall back into that hole oh no no like not like that i feel like um i feel like I'm, another thing that is, has been added to me is maturity and i realize like hey even if i you know don't achieve what i want to achieve like it's okay i shoot for the stars but i land on the moon you know, I shiver research by land on the moon, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And it's not like... Oh, wait, a, wait, hang like on, a, Jacob. I think it's you shoot for the moon and you land in the stars. Oh, sorry. <laughs> My bad. Okay, we but get the analogy. The but how did you... Yeah. Because in, in a community college, you seem to be on that binary mindset, which is it's either I go all the way or it's nothing at all. How yep. did you? Oh right, that? right, yeah. That was what I was gonna mention. Yeah. Mm. So, um, I think you asked like, what if I didn't like do as well, right? Yeah. So I think that's like um, that's probably not even a question, like to me, because like I think I wouldn't even know like what I could achieve, you know. If I knew that I could have achieved 100 and then didn't achieve 100, then obviously that would be like self-destructive. But I didn't know that, uh, like I didn't know what I could achieve in the first place. So let's say I got an 80 or something. Then I knew that even if I try my hardest, I'll get an 80. Oh, so as long as you were making progress, you knew that. No, 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 no. It's like as long as I'm trying my best and knowing what score I get, then that at least I know where my level is. Oh, so it just happened to be a hundred. Because like... But it really could have Yeah, I, I guess. But it's like... Yeah, it could have been anything. But like, um, I wouldn't like... I wouldn't like take my life away just because I got an 80. Like, because I knew that I tried my hardest and got an 80, then I would be proud of it. Mm, I see. And then I will like try to like um, keep up that level or maybe even try to improve and see like what mistakes I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So how did you get to this more balanced perspective, you know? Mm. Because as much as you are a perfectionist, it sounds like you are also very practical. Right, because I I learned a lot like about life, I guess. From any um, I realized person? Or? Like, well, based on, yeah, a lot of things like my experiences or other people's like stories or books or films or, yeah, a lot of things. And I realized like it's impossible to be perfect, even if you want to be perfect, unless you have like a genie and then you make like your wishes. And then, like, yeah it's practically impossible to be utterly perfect but it's good to 
not good. I guess like it's okay to shoot for perfection, but don't. Yeah, I don't. Okay, so have have you seen uh, Disney Pixar Soul? Dude, that just came out, like, this I week? literally watched it two days ago. Yeah, same. So good. Like, I can, yeah. So okay, sorry. So you go one first. of the, like, <laughs> yeah. So one of the, like the deep meanings I learned from that movie is that sometimes like your like your goals can be like self-deprecating and like you can be you can up like over obsess on achieving something, mm-hmm. but yet, um, it's like sometimes like I guess like the how I kind of like analyze that movie is that like, um. Everybody like tries to seek a purpose or like like a yeah they try to seek a purpose and once they see that purpose like say achieving something they like literally would do anything for it like they were, like the little like green dude like he like was like trying to run away from the 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 hole mm-hmm. from like because like he was just desperate to like just go back and like I've, like he finally got his gig right? right like that's all that he ever wished for. And so it, it can be like, it's like achieving something or focusing on a goal can be very, it can self-destruct, that's my point. And then, um, yeah, I think it yeah. gets dangerous when your dreams, uh, I think the the line that they said was like, when you start to break off from reality and yeah, yeah. yeah you just disassociate from everything around you but that dream no that actually happened to me though like it's crazy how true that like how um mm-hmm. personable that movie was because I'll, I'll i'll tell you later like what happened sure. to like um and then what was I gonna say? I keep forgetting what I was gonna say because like there's so many things that is just flying through my mind. Yeah, I bet you weren't <laughs> expecting this kind of conversation, but yeah. I I have a question, which is, was there any person? Because it sounds like you know throughout all this time, you were having conversations with yourself. But were there mm-hmm. anyone that was kind of pivotal in giving you that boost as well? No, it's mostly myself. Most of the people, like all the other people that I've like kind of talked to, they're the ones that like try to balance me down, like try to like, Jacob, it's okay, like if you, you know, stuff like that. But for me, it's like, yeah, I'm the like it's like mostly self motivated. Like mm-hmm. that self destruction is self motivated. Yeah. What do you think of those people yeah. who try to convince you that you're you're being unrealistic? Um, at first, I was like. At first, I was skeptical because I feel like um, maybe they don't understand or maybe they are, like, maybe their life's perspective was just so different from mine so they don't understand, like, why I want to achieve, like, or something. Oh, because they have no context. Like, everyone's yeah, just exactly. like, Jacob just, you know, he just wants... Like, chill out or People something. please, or like just like, that's why he's doing all these things, wanting to be great, but... Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I was going to... I just remember what I was going to say about, like, the, the movie. Mm. So, remember the scene where he, the main character, finishes gig, and then once the gig is over, he was just feeling, like, amazing, and then after 
everything is done. Like he went out, out of the jazz bar and then he just felt like, is that it? The shine's gone. Remember that? Yeah, like it feels like, well, everything that I've worked for, I've achieved it. And then what's next? Like, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like he's at this point where it's like, it's so, you, we, we build up, we build up our dreams to this unrealistic expectation. To this very day. And then you yeah. get it and it's just For, like yeah. underwhelming as F. <laughs> it, well, it, like it felt like it feels good like for a couple seconds or like a couple days. Mm-hmm. And then after a while, you're just like, okay, well, what's next? Mm-hmm. What's next on the table, right? So, and I feel the same. But the movie really taught me a lot that it's not about achieving stuff. Because in the end, okay, the baseline is everybody will die in the end. Right? Okay, oh my gosh, now that's like more deeper things that I can like talk about. Like, okay, so everybody dies in the end. So like, no matter what you achieve and stuff, like it's, everything's going to go to an end eventually. Mm-hmm. And what the movie kind of like showed was that um, it's about living a life where like, yes, it's obviously good to set goals and achieve stuff, but it's about the process that matters the most. And it's about, like, appreciating the little things in life. Like, remember when, like, the guy looked up at the sky and see, like, the trees and, like, the little flower that fell down and stuff? Like, just little things like that. It's just, like, it makes you want to keep living or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you ever read... Um books by this author called Ellen Watts yeah or I haven't read any of his books but like I've heard like podcasts and stuff yeah what about it he's a philosopher and he has this analogy of life being like a piece of music or a piece of song and then he's like you wanting to get to the end you know just the goal is like listening to a song and just wanting to hear that final note, which defeats the whole purpose of the song. Like you enjoy the song because you enjoy the the process of it, right? You enjoy the beats as it goes on and as they tie together. You don't just want to hear that last clash at the end because then we'll all be living for exactly. that, you know, and then... You, you miss out on the whole point so of, the, of the tune. So I think that's kind of what yeah. you're trying to say, right? Is that you're really just aiming for the, like, okay, like take this conversation. We're not trying to get to the, okay, thanks for coming, Jacob. Bye. Right. We're, but yeah. it's like every piece of story that ties together that makes the whole conversation. And yeah. that's where the joy is. Yeah. So right. it's like, it's like, wait, like, where are you trying to go, you know, with your goal? It's like, wh- like, you know, when you get yeah. there, that's just one part of the whole thing. And you miss like 99% of, you know. So I really like that. Yeah, life is like all about a balance, I think. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not healthy to not have anything to look for, forward to. Whereas it's also unhealthy when you look forward to something like superficial. Right? So. Mm-hmm. 
how has that kind of like what's your purpose or not goal but like you know what are you trying yeah okay so yeah, yeah okay so i'll so i'll continue the story okay cool <laughs> um so i transferred oh actually oh, before i transfer i even have another story because like my application my application got messed up mm. and i actually got rejected from every single school that i applied to <laughs> wow and so that literally like was so terrible like i literally lost my mind because like i was working <laughs> you see why like the, i feel like the, the universe was conspiring mm-hmm. against me so yeah so some of the schools that so some of the schools that i really wanted to get into or like kind of like go to um like a, yeah literally every school that i applied to got rejected and they didn't apply or sorry they didn't allow um what is that letter called like the one where you like if you get rejected but then you, you like ask them to like recheck or something what is it called uh, i can't remember it top of my head but but i know what you're trying to say like you can't even request for them to review your application again yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like a like a referral not a referral break i forgot that yeah, like a recheck, what the word is you know but anyway so most of the schools i applied to didn't allow that especially for the engineering program but ucla allowed it so i just like wrote a letter and like hey can you double check or something and then i explained like more stuff and like the chance of me getting recon- reconsidered in the first place especially at like a super competitive school is almost like 0.001 percent like it's just like super low and also it's like especially like for an engineering school it's like almost never happened like usually every year it's like zero people like that get get reviewed mm-hmm. but it happened and i was like so happy but like yeah it's just crazy because like it's okay this is like another like profound like thought because if i were to get into every again to every single school that i applied to because like who knows right but like um well okay so my grades was like it was just a perfect like 4.0 and then like i had like multiple like extracurricular activities positions internships all that stuff mm-hmm. good essays whatever right and if I got into like all the schools that I wanted to apply to, I feel like I would just feel like, meh, you know, like I expected it. Mm. But then when I got rejected, but then one school like accepted me, I feel more intense, like pleasure yeah. getting accepted to that school. Does it make sense? Like, it's just crazy. Everything is just like. There's something about that climb that is really a lot more satisfying than people handing shit to you. Exactly. Because, like, I just knew, like, right, wherever, like, there's no way that I could, like, get into, like, these schools. Like, maybe I had to reapply, like, next year or something. Like, I was thinking of all my options. And then, I mean, like, it doesn't matter that much because, like, I was planning to go to grad school anyway. So I can always attend the schools that I wanted to attend, like, for grad school. If I do really well in my undergraduate. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so yeah, I got into UCLA. And then, yeah, I was again i was like super happy for like maybe a whole week and then just like just like the movie like after after a while you just like it's whatever mm. and so i started reflecting again so like, i feel like there's like segments in my life where i start reflecting like like a few years after i live like yeah after i live like a few years i just kind of like try to reflect and see like try to analyze like all right what's next right so mm-hmm. um this was like in the summer also because like I, the acceptance letters come out in the in the summer. So, so I thought to myself like, all right, uh, 
I've worked like really, really hard for a couple of years and I've achieved like what I wanted to achieve. But it feels like there's always more things to achieve. It feels like a like an unending journey of just like work. And then I started thinking to myself like, all right, everybody's gonna die anyway, right? and like why am I trying so hard if I can just like not even try at all because like we're all gonna die anyway Mm -hmm. you know so there's two paths that I could take I could either um try super hard and then die or not try at all and then die (laughs) right and anyway like I had that thought in my mind but I didn't really like go deeper yet I didn't really know the answer so yeah, so I did my first year at UCLA already. And then, like, I got all A's again, like, because <laughs> I just like, kept trying hard. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it was increasingly difficult to maintain such a perfect, like, there was, like, a, a it put a physical toll on my health because I was so obsessed with, like, perfection. Mm-hmm. And it's not, like, OCD perfection, but it's more, like, you always feel like every free minute that you have has to be put into studying. Don't like don't get me wrong, I feel like I don't study like all day and all night. Mm. But it's more of like what was I gonna say? I forgot already. <laughs> God dang it. Um yeah, I'll just I'll just like continue. Yeah, I'll probably come <laughs> back. Um oh yeah, so so it like it put like a physical like toll on my health, right? Mm-hmm like mentally and physically so when i was like focusing on a problem and like trying to understand a concept because like the concepts starts to get more more and more abstract as like the higher you go up or like the the more you get into it and so it takes a lot of time to understand those concepts and then like i would make sure that i understand it like a hundred percent right um oh by the way i think one of the things that engineer engineering students have to understand or like have to know is that you either get it or you don't because if you don't understand your concepts then you can't solve any problems but if you can understand the concept then you can solve any single problem and that's why i feel like you either do super well in an exam or you do poorly in an exam Mm. is that comforting for you being in this type of major that it's either yes or no but you like writing though so you have some kind of yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, it's what I don't really think about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love um, creating things. I love building things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I wanted to, I actually wanted to major music at first, but then, like, I didn't want my music hobby to be, like, something that I do in school or like, something at work. I want it to be, like, something that I just do all my free time. Actually, I can get into, like, deep things about, like, music because, like, it, it's very profound, like, the um, the theory behind music, but Maybe another time. No. Anyway. Okay. Fine. Too bad. Uh, <laughs> it's just too many. You should have your own too many podcast. To... Anyway. <laughs> no. No. I feel like I'd rather um, yeah, yeah. if I had a podcast, I'd, I'd rather ask about other people's life, not like talk about my life, because I don't, I don't really like talking about my own life. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> um, when I was focusing on my my study, like like trying to like focus on a concept, but um throughout the day like I wouldn't like when my brain says that like like a normal brain would be like hey it's like 12 o'clock or hey it's six o'clock like 
you're you're hungry like let's get lunch or let's get there right for me like that like that hunger part of my brain just like shuts off or like i just like don't even think about it because like, i was just like making sure like I'll, i'll get this first like i'll get this concept first and then i'll like maybe eat or something mm-hmm. and so like i lost like a lot of like weight like i was like super underweight for a long time because like yeah i stopped like eating healthy and i stopped sleeping healthily mm-hmm. just like little things like that right so so you were just running terrible. on adrenaline yeah exactly it was adrenaline it was like but then like even then that that runs out mm-hmm. and then i started like being like super sleepy during the day or sometimes i just feel like just want to lay down on my bed during the day because i just have no energy and mm-hmm. yeah. it was just like it's just sucking the life out of me that's what it it literally yeah it's like my obsession is that's like literally in the movie like it's just self-destruction so anyway one year passed and then pandemic hits also and so i finished school actually and then i started taking a gap year so i didn't take any classes like this past fall mm-hmm. was that a big decision yeah it was a big decision but I'm so glad I took a gap year because I was able to recover and just like get myself back on like on track and just like be a normal like healthy person. Mm-hmm. And w- like what? Well, I guess during the gap year you don't have to think about academic stuff, School. right? Yeah, exactly. So, how so I just thought I just focused. So I just focused on my physical health and my mental health. It's crazy because I was just trying to sleep really well. Mm-hmm. I started. Um, eating a lot again and started working out a lot. Like I think, do you like even physical health? Like I get like super perfectionist about it. Like, yeah, it's so stupid. Like you count calories. Um, no, it's not count calories. No, it's not <laughs> like that. It's like no, it's like I'm super hardcore, not perfectionist. Sorry, it's more like I'm super hardcore with like doing things. Like because like it's like it's like I don't want to like, bullshit myself. You know? I don't want to do things like half like heartedly i'm giving my whole like heart into i started like eating like four meals a day i worked out like five times a day like it's not like a full workout but it's just like every time before i eat i would work out so then i would feel hungrier and then i'll eat more <laughs> and so i gained like 15 pounds in just a month and like went back to my healthy bmi but i'm still like on the lower range of my healthy bmi but so it's, it's a process Anyway, so physically, like, it's crazy. Like, when you take care of yourself physically, like, it's like everything starts with physical health, I think. Like, once you take care of yourself physically, then your mental health improves also. Because mm-hmm. you have, like, mental clarity and you just feel happy, happier throughout the day. You have more energy, you know. And so, yeah, during this gap year, I just was just focusing on my own health. Like, I would... Just like physical, I already talked about it. And mental health is just like, I started, I started like going back into like the hobbies that I love, like playing the piano, taking photos, stuff like that. Like, I don't know, a lot of other stuff. I started reading like, just like fictional stories, just like on my free time. Like, just like, I don't know, it's just fun to just like relax. <laughs> um seriously like it's just it's just taking care of myself just by relaxing yeah and then just learning new things too so you're never bored because i know some people they take gap years and they're just like i don't know what i'm doing with my time 
But you, you sound well, like yeah, I guess you have like well for the first few like couple like days or yeah, the first few couple days, I was kind of lost. Like, what should I be doing? Like, that's why I didn't like make a plan. I guess I start writing down like, oh yeah, I could do this. Or I could do that. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So the story that I haven't finished yet was the um the quarantine like the quarantine days, right? So after I finished my spring quarter, I. It was the summer break, and I was like literally nothing to do, and I couldn't like go out or I just stay in my room. I just didn't like completely nothing. And I pretty much like didn't do anything in my life. Like <laughs> I just like play video games like from day to night, and just like not really. There's like like nothing to do, right? Because like it's like, what else do you do? Like watch Netflix and yeah. like, stuff like that. It's crazy because like then I started um, experiencing the thought experiments that I had like a couple months ago, and that was like. Everybody dies in the end, and whether you achieve or a lot, or you don't achieve anything, like you still die, right? So it's pretty funny because, like, um, at the beginning, I was like doing path number one, where I was achieving a lot, right? But then during the summer break, I was like doing path number two, right? It's like doing completely nothing and just like wasting my time. It's like doing nothing. Like it doesn't matter because, like, in the end, I'll die. Right? Mm-hmm. But then I f- finally like found an answer I guess when I was achieving a lot it was self-destructive like if I over obsess and then uh, I don't achieve anything or not don't achieve anything, but like if I just do nothing in my life and just like, wait until I die and just like waste my life away like it just feels like shit also mm-hmm. <laughs> right like it's like you're just waiting to die pretty much like I mean it feels good you just like just like watch movies all day and just like play video games all days obviously like feels nice just like but it feels like i'm just like looking at the clock and just like waiting to like is the day over or like it's like whatever i talked to my friend about it uh-huh. he mentioned something like he didn't even like because like he didn't really know the answer either but he mentioned something and then like i got something out of what he mentioned which was something that he didn't expect that would help me but like i just kind of like hey that kind of like lights up my brain right? okay so the two paths that i talked about like whether you do a lot with your life or whether you don't do anything with your life. Both paths seems to be doing something for yourself, right? Like like if you're achieving something, like you're achieving it for yourself. And if you don't achieve anything, then you're also doing it for yourself. But I realized that like, hey, what if it's not for myself, but for other people? You know, like what if I achieve something? But for other people, like, hey, like, I know I will still die, but it will still feel... I have some thoughts about this, which is, uh, I'm glad you got there first. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. So I just will feel like the burden of all the, like, the burdens and the responsibilities that is put on me. I feel like I'm moving it on to other people because I'm doing it for them. And so it's their turn to take the wheel when I die or something i don't know like it's like kind of it feels like that like it's like you're lifting your your weight and putting it on others like in a good way because you're achieving it for them yeah it just turned on like a light bulb in my brain and i just thought like hey you know what maybe i'll pick path number one but instead of doing it for myself i just want to do it for like the community or for people that i love or like you know i i had a friend his one goal in life was to leave some sort of a legacy for people and 
that's something that I've like recently really subscribed to, to leave more, uh, to give more than you take and basically leave the world, you know, a better place than when you first came into it. If I can use this podcast as an example, I used to be really, really scared of doing these conversations because I was always thinking about myself in terms of like what people would think about me. What if I say the wrong thing? People are going to judge me, blah, blah, blah. But then when I switched it to, I'm really just doing this to show up for somebody else. For example, you and, you know, and share stories and see if people can resonate with and just basically making people feel less alone even with or without corona and then i think when i made that switch it became so much easier because the whole goal is just to be present with somebody else and just listen and share judgment stuff it really took a back seat and it's not as stressful anymore because even if a the way I used to judge a successful conversation is, oh, they they would have a certain impression of me that I want them to have. But now a successful conversation is like, am I myself? Is Jacob himself? Are we both being honest? Is is the wall that we always put up in front of people fading away? That's the thing that I would judge a successful conversation by. So even awkward, it's the way it is, right? It's just two people being themselves. Sometimes things are awkward. So yeah, I'm glad that you reached that conclusion. Although I find it a little bit hard to relate engineering with that. (laughs) 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 You know? Um, Yeah. But it's also like, it's, I mean, it's a life journey and I'm still figuring out a lot of things that I have questions too. And so honestly, no, I'm glad that I didn't take my life away when I was 16 because I'm actually learning so many things about life. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I know we just met, but I'm really so, so proud of you for one, being able to share, but two, also having the courage to live because I honestly think it's a lot harder to live than to die. Yeah. It's so crazy. Like, Honestly, I'm speechless, actually. Like, I'm just... Are you yeah. proud of yourself? Yes and no. <laughs> no, because, like, I'm always hard myself. And, yeah. But yes, because I realized there has been a change mm-hmm. after talking about this with you, so... Like, even if... Which I don't think will be true. Even if you do nothing for the rest of your life, just whatever you've done... At 22? Exactly, I think that's true. Like, holy shit, you probably went through more things than what most people went through in their lives. Well, not to trivialize other people's problems, you know, but um, just in your own hardships. And having to talk yourself out of it every day, every hour, reminding yourself, like, hey, there's something. You know, when you have to, like, because I feel like the things that you had to remind yourself about staying alive it's something that comes naturally to a lot of people yeah i was gonna mention um i think it's like not about comparing who has like the worst like more like a worse experience or like who had like a worse childhood or mm-hmm. who had like a 
worse unlucky stuff like because i don't think it's comparable like everybody's lives are different i think what what matters is that and what's like the sad truth is that some people they did not find the hope or they didn't see that they are able to overcome it whereas some people do and i think i call myself lucky i guess Mm -hmm. because it's not out of myself like that i'm lucky i feel like it just happens to be that i thought that hey why don't i just give it a chance to change it Mm -hmm. you know because like it's just like it's a a coin flip in my opinion it's like like some people are able to realize that hey there is hope and let's try to change things whereas some people flip another coin and realize like no this is the end like i don't want to try to change it because i don't see the reason to change it like i don't know Mm -hmm. i think you kind of get it right so yeah it's not about like who is who needs more pity or something it's more it's more so like the ability to overcome hardships Mm. yeah (laughs) yeah If someone comes to you and say, I'm having a really hard time and I don't know if I can go on anymore, what would you tell them? Like a 15-year-old you went up to 22-year-old Jacob. Yeah, it's hard to um, tell somebody or give somebody hope because you can't transfer your experiences into another person's brain. Mm-hmm. And tell them to believe that, hey, things get better, you know. But I guess, I guess one of the perks of being able to, like, overcome these things is that when you get these experiences or, like, when you learn these experiences, you're able to use your experience to inspire others, kind of, in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And maybe if you inspire those, like, other people with your story, then it doesn't matter whether they believe or they don't believe whether there's hope or not. Like they know that there's a story out there that goes like this, like dot dot dot, mm-hmm. right? And I guess like um to answer your question, um I wouldn't like tell them like no, don't worry about it. Like things get better. Like I feel like that's like the things that you will hear from like a psychiatrist or like mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm wrong because I've never been to like ther- I've never been to therapy by the way. Yeah, because you're your own therapist. <laughs> Yeah, seriously, I haven't mentioned it, but, like, I actually, like, I probably should have, like, taken, like, medication, like, like it was just terrible depression, but there's, like, a difference between, like, um, de- like, a depression where there's a chemical imbalance in your brain versus a depression where your life just sucks. This is a big difference, because no medication can change your life, right? Mm-hmm. It can change or alter your mood, but it wouldn't change your life. Like, it's up to you, right, to change your life. I feel like really bad for a lot of people who are suicidal right now because like like if I just put myself in their shoes right what do you do like what if you don't have any close friends or family to talk about it with mm-hmm. like maybe you would call like the suicide hotline or something but even then like they would just like tell like ask you like uh, on a scale of one to ten like how suicidal are you right now or like um like just like like 
it's like a robot telling like asking you these questions and like trying to find like they're just trying to do their job you know it's not like yeah they're not trying to i don't know how to explain it but like i just feel kind of bad because like yeah it's super it sad takes at a certain point when you talk to enough people who are suicidal like it gets like mechanical is what you're saying right yeah it's just robotic yeah like literally like it's like you're trying to fix a robot rather than trying to fix a human yeah and that's actually something that i observed too just being on reddit so many people on that subreddit like i have no friends i really just need to talk to someone especially now and it seems like they're all in that age range of like 15 to 20 something early 20 it's the gen z honestly my god like this generation is just the most pathetic one because like (laughs) it just sucks man like you're born in like a generation where social media just like is new and you have your phone and uh, that's like a different different topic like it's just it's just sad dude like Mm -hmm. It's like there's so many people out there and like I know I can't help anyone or not anyone but I can't help everyone. Yeah. But it's like you just... Hey, you might be helping one person today. It's because like, yeah, I hope so but like like, I'm just doing my best and whatever like capacity I can do to help others, right? And so like the... Man, like yeah, I just think about it it's just so sad because like... There's literally nobody they can they can like reach out to, and it's just like it takes a strong gut to overcome it. I think, like seriously, it just takes. It's so hard. Like I think I I honestly, now that I think of it, I feel like I almost couldn't have done it. And I don't know how people survive because I don't even know how I survived. You know? Yeah, I think your your situation was just sheer brute force you literally yeah. just punch through the wall no and dude I, I just like i just literally said like fuck it like fuck everything mm-hmm. and just like yeah <laughs> yeah sometimes that's what it takes if i could flip the table so instead of 15 year old you say 10 years from now so 32 year old jacob where do you hope he'll be or maybe five years. Let's do five years. I think it's more realistic. Okay, so I'm 22 right now. And then like where I will be when I'm like 30, I guess. 22 plus question? five. So 27. Oh, like 27. Okay, so. <sighs> Dude, I don't and know. And also we can do, you know, sort of like a reflection thing. Since it's end yeah, of the I year. Um, I definitely will probably graduate, I hope. Yeah. And then maybe go to grad school, find a good career. Mm, five years, I think. Yeah, in five years, that's probably doable. Um, Do you still wish you'll be in the West Coast? I don't know. I think I think SoCal is pretty chill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you, you're not a chill person. You're pretty driven. <laughs> I'm pretty driven, but like I think my defense or not defense like my coping mechanism is to chill out mm. <laughs> by the way um like by the way like through all this like stuff i've like never done any drugs or like i've never like been drunk or 
I've never like smoked like weed or like to like I've never like tried to like cheat myself out of like yeah. I don't okay maybe that's like a bad way to say it, but it's like no in a way like you didn't want to escape like like some people like like for example like some people would drink before going to like a not before like during a social setting just to like calm their nerves or just like just to be more sociable or something mm-hmm. or some people like smoke weed to just like relax a little bit or, I don't know like the the nicotine like kind of like helps like make, relax yourself and, and and all of that never crossed your mind well yeah I actually never did because I knew like there is like negative side effects kind yeah, of so that's so I just think like I knew like my brain was still growing like why would I want to jeopardize it but, mm-hmm. but it's like I think a lot of people do it so like it's whatever it's not even it's nothing to like judge about or it's nothing to like talk bad about because like it's yeah um but like i just feel like i don't want to bullshit myself like i don't want to use like a substance in order to it's like like for me i'm not a big fan of drugs and alcohol just because i think i grew up in a household that don't encourage that oh yeah okay so i was gonna mention like all that is actually self-motivated. Like, it's not my parents that tells me, like, not to do something. Mm. It's not because of, like, some religious thing or... It's seriously none of that. It's literally just t- me telling myself, like, hey, my brain is still growing. Like, you don't have to drink or you don't have to, like... Yeah. It's like, you don't have to... For me, it's like, I don't have to get drunk in order to be sociable anymore. Like, it's just... It's just, like, I'm sociable because... I don't know. Like, I'm just... Yeah, yeah, because you want to be, like, you just... Yeah, because I want to be social, I guess, like, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. So five years from now, you hope you'll be in a good career, graduated. Maybe get married or something. Get married. That's a good goal. Do you yeah. have anyone in your life? I had, I did, but then I broke it off. Because I was uh, focusing on myself. Um, it was, like, a six-month relationship, and then I broke it off. Uh, when the pandemic began because not, I think no I think not when the pandemic began it's kind of like in the mid somewhere where mm-hmm. um, it was just long distance and I just like that's hard I just I don't know I, I just thought like I needed a break from everything also because like of where my life was and I just like <sighs> focus on myself and I had no interest in just like, you know. mm-hmm. and wait did you does mm-hmm. your ex know about all of these Yes, I tell her some of it, but like not all of it, obviously. I don't tell even my close friends like all of it. So I mean, it's a conversation but, that's hard to come up unless you're really drilling into it. What's one thing that you okay. want to get better at and focus on? Um, I definitely want to get. I definitely want to keep improving my physical health, and then I want to be more consistent with uh, my schedule. I guess because I never really have like a. It's, yeah, sleep schedule probably <laughs> because like right now it's, it's freaking sounding. Oh it's my like, god, I'm sorry. By the way, like if anybody's listening, like it's like no matter how perfect you are, like it's okay if your life is a mess. Like, it's okay, like literally, take one step at a time. Because like yeah, you can't be perfect all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think some people need that reminder. Even the most successful like people out there, like they still have things that they can get together like they still have their 
they still have some shit that they can get together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that makes sense. So, like, just think about it. If your whole life was perfect, that sounds so boring to me. I know, like, right? Like, that's like the most. That's like the paradox of life. Is that it's like it's got to have some to have some problems, you know? You want to have imperfect imperfections. Yes, you want to have bad experiences. You want to have. Mm-hmm color in your life you know where it's just yeah and then you want to have the ups and the downs yeah because you're not gonna know that you're happy until you're sad i feel like we've covered well well okay well for (laughs) me the one thing i want to work on is actually consistent is gonna be my word for next year which is Oh yeah! Oh my gosh! It's already gonna be the New Year's, huh? Yeah. You should be making New Year's resolutions. Oh my god! Uh, I don't really do resolutions. I do more like yeah, me, doing, me neither. Because um, but yes, consistent <laughs> with this podcast, I really wanna do more, uh, be more consistent in my uploads. So weekly, and maybe I'll throw in some daily stuff too. I think that would be fun, but. I really think, well, I don't know if this podcast is helping anybody, but it certainly is helping me. Mm-hmm. I, I really think anyone is interesting and everyone has a story that they can tell and yeah. share with the world. So this is my way of, I guess, leaving a legacy. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think it's important to surround yourself with people with different stories or people who are just different from you because like, mm-hmm. all my friends are like very different from me well jacob thank you for this very unexpected conversation i'm really i had this like feeling to just go on reddit and just do because i don't usually do this this early in the morning same i'm supposed to be like <laughs> I, i'm supposed to be sleeping by like three <laughs> i happen to just saw your post yeah. Wait, what time are you going to sleep? Are you going to sleep right after this? Probably. Okay. Yeah. Probably sleep for like four hours and wake up like 12. That's it? Yeah, I literally, okay, so I either sleep for like 12 hours or like sleep for like, like, not at all. Like, like I remember, oh my gosh, I remember one time when I had like finals week or something, yeah. like I wouldn't, I didn't sleep for like two whole days straight oh and I was okay and I, I didn't even drink coffee. Like, it was just adrenaline. I know, it's just crazy. Like, well, if you're on Instagram, please connect with me. Like my my sure. handle is a Can You Tell Me Story podcast, so we can connect okay. there too. That would be fun. Sounds good. Cool. Yeah. Thanks, Jacob. Okay, we'll keep in we'll keep in yes, touch. Please. Or something. <laughs> All right. Good night. Okay. Sleep well. Good. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good morning. <laughs> All right. Take care. And happy Take holidays care. and happy new year. Yes, you too. Yeah. Yes, All right. Bye-bye. All right. Bye, guys.